Hello, everybody, and welcome to Gameplay Radio here on Radio Free Brooklyn. I'm your host, Aaron, here in the studio again, this lovely Valentine's Day weekend. Um, I am, of course, you would think I am by myself physically in the studio, but I am not here by myself literally in the studio because I have with me today, and let's see if we can get this up and running here. Um, the fabulous Jackie Zantow. Say hello. Ooh. It's nice to be on. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Yeah, yo, it is my absolute pleasure. So I am overjoyed <laughs> to have Jackie on because um, I reached out to her online. The reason why she is remote is because I actually found her through a post that she posted on a Dungeons & Dragons Reddit page Nine months ago, so nine months ago, she posted this, uh, this post. She posted a post, um, which basically describes an app called Crawler. Uh, she described it as a web-based social platform that aims to connect tabletop RPG players with one another. So think like Tinder, but for people trying to find someone to play Dungeons and Dragons with, and um. I think this is something that people in the Dungeons and Dragons community have been trying to find for such a long time. You know what I mean? I feel like there are so many people who are like, well, I don't know how to find someone to actually play with. And I don't really know like what to do here, but I really want to try. And I feel like this is just such a cool idea. Um, so when I saw that, I thought it was amazing. And then when I finally got uh, my own show, which I've had for, um, oh, how long have I been on the show since May? So almost a whole year, which is crazy. Um, but since I started this, I was like, oh, I need to have her on, especially for Valentine's Day, because, you know, sometimes if you can't find romantic love, you can find Dungeons and Dragons love. And I think that this is the perfect app to pick up. Um, it's still in beta, but it and it's online only at the moment. But uh, very exciting things going on. Uh, Jackie, what was in your mind when you like decided to create this? Yeah, um, so I was actually talking to a couple coworkers at um, at work. We were at lunch, and um, one of the guys had recently moved down to um, our area from he was a couple states away, and we were just chatting about Dungeons and Dragons. Um, you know, because nerd stuff just comes up around me. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. <laughs> and he mentioned that he was looking for a group, uh, but he was like, I have no idea like how to find people to play with. He's like, you know, it doesn't usually just kind of come up in casual conversation. Um, right. you know, I'm posting to forums and things like that. It can be, it can be hard to find people in your specific area. So the light bulb just kind of went off in my head. I was like, uh, knowing I was in my, um, finishing up my master's degree, I had a final project coming up in which we kind of had to develop, you know, a project, uh, you know, a something that we could sell or either have people use things like that. And I was just like, well, shoot, like, I don't know coding, but maybe I can teach myself some stuff at night and kind of figure it out. It's not, you know, a super hard concept. Um, mm-hmm. and just kind of went from there. So Amazing. So uh, you just kind of were like, yeah, let's do this. And then it blew up, essentially. You were telling me before the break that you had started out with beta testers being like 15 people. And then it became what, like 10,000? Yeah. So um, as part of my final project, I had to outline like basically like, you know, milestones that I would hit. And one of yeah. my milestones was that I would have 50 people beta test my program basically as a proof of concept that, yes, people are interested in this. What did we see as kinks? What are roadblocks? What are good things? Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I was like a couple days away from that milestone deadline. I had 15 people and I just kind of 
through the Hail Mary. It was my first time ever posting on Reddit too. I created the account just for it. Amazing. My husband told me to, he was like, you should post it. People would love it. Um, threw it up and literally I got an, uh, like, I remember when we hit 50, I like popped open a bottle of wine. So I was like, yay, I'm going to pass. And then it just <laughs> skyrocketed. And yeah, the next morning I woke up and we had 10,000 members and we were on the front page of D&D and on the front page of Reddit as well. So did you, yeah, pretty, did you, uh, yeah. did you expect this to be this big at all? Like, are you surprised that this happened? So I knew from doing market research that it was definitely something people were interested in. I mean, it doesn't take long when you realize how many like looking for group threads there are all across the internet. I mean, I found people on Twitter, you know, just tweeting out like, hey, I'm in such and such an area. Like people were just doing anything they could. And so I was just like, um, so I I figured it would be wanted, but I didn't realize how like severe the need was that people were just like, I'll take anything, even if it's in, you know, a, a school project, more or less, that's not final. So yeah, uh, was very surprised at how quickly the interest blew up for sure. And um, how has like, how has the community like kind of helped you with changing the app? Like has the design changed a lot from when you like first started with it? Um that's a great question. So it's changed. Um, I've got a lot of stuff in my log of like things that I'm going to be updating, but it's been mm-hmm. really great putting it out there to so many different people because, you know, as one person, I only have one perspective. So it's been really great getting people who are just like, Hey, the color scheme sucks. Like yellow, like I, you know, my eyes, like I've got disabilities going on. Like I can't do this. And that's, you know, just light bulbs going off. Right. Um, so it's been great to get a whole bunch of different feedback. I'm going to be connecting with a group that specifically works with like D&D players who do kind of have like some different challenges and different ability, like as a way of like, how can we simplify the form? How can we make the process easier for them? Um, just because like accessibility, all that's really important to me. Yeah. So, and then, and then seasoned players being like, Hey, like this should be in here. Or like, I look for things like this. Um, so it's just been, it's been great. I've been trying to find ways to make it more accessible to everybody. Um, actually I had a best friend message me this morning saying, Hey, I went to join up. She's like, but I'm brand new and I didn't know how to answer some of the questions. And so that to me was like another thing I jotted down, like, okay, interesting. Revise it as like, if you don't know anything about it, what would you do? So, um, it's been really great. Yeah. Yeah. That's wonderful. And like, so how long have you been playing Dungeons and Dragons? I've been playing regularly for about three years. Uh, which I know is in a super long time in the in the grand scheme of things. Um, my husband and I got into it. It was a Valentine's Day gift I got for him a while back. I, I just bought all the books and like dice. And I was like, let's figure this out. So it was fun. Very sweet and um, astonishingly thematic to today. But um, I know, right? <laughs> I know. Perfect. Um, but it's yeah, that's really cool. And I think honestly, like a real representation of how um you know, just because you're like maybe not like not as um, experienced as people who have been playing for like their entire lives, like decades, like it's still really important and really cool stuff comes from people who are like new fans. Um, I actually have also only been so uh, I didn't even know. And I've talked about this on the show before. I didn't even know that really Dungeons and Dragons was an option to me until late college. And then I didn't start playing until like three years ago either. So, um, yeah. and since then I've like now created like the show and, you know, I'm like a huge fan of this and I just really like love the community and I just feel like it's, I feel like the people who I meet who are interested in Dungeons and Dragons are all just really cool people. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I'm excited to maybe even test out, uh, this, uh, online site myself and see, um, who I can meet on it in a way. Um, I look forward to your feedback. Yeah, of course. Well, so what about your? So, do you have a private group that you see? 
like often? Yeah. So it's been a little bit since we met up. Um, as I mentioned last year, I ended mm -hmm. up going through, um, I got a raise at work. I graduated college. I got married. So it's a pretty busy, like yeah. last half of the year. So Very we've been exciting, on pause yeah. for a couple months, but yeah, I've got a, a group that we meet with. Um, it's mostly me and a whole bunch of like my husband's friends who get together and I usually DM, mm. um, which was kind of like, I did I had no idea how to DM and we needed one. And I was just like, I'm going to write a campaign and just go from there. Yeah. Um, I should have used the book, <laughs> but I didn't. Um, and so just kind of, you know, been fun and it's been a really great learning experience. Um, and it's all kind of helped me. What I found was there were a ton of people who would know that our group was meeting and they're like, Hey, I'm interested in D and D, but I have no idea where to start. Mm -hmm. it can, I realized it can seem really intimidating to people, you know, cause there's yeah. so many details. There's so much stuff. It's true. And, you know, I found that I, I don't know, I just enjoyed breaking it down for people and be, you know, just kind of making it seem less restrictive just being like hey anybody can do it you need some dice i mean you don't even need some you can use an online number roller you can you know do all these things and it's really it was yeah. eye-opening for a lot of people and uh, i've just seen people get into it that i never would have thought ha would have and so that to me is just one of the coolest things so have you only played with people that you knew before you played with them on dungeons and dragons like were you friends with all the people you played with before um <laughs> Some of them, not all of them. A lot of times um, I met a lot of new people who would be like, I would meet somebody and then, you know, they'd enjoy the session and they'd be like, oh, well, my friend needs a group. And I kind of ended up becoming like, I don't know, like the mother goose of all these like one-off players who had nobody else to play with. I was like, well, just come join. And I would just like write them in like, you know, whatever. Like it yeah. was pretty lawless and pretty wild. As I told you, that's how we ended up with like 10 player characters at one point. And then I had to put in some rules, but mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. So met some different people and it's, it's been really cool to get into it. Yeah. Yeah. And like, do you like, do you feel like you've developed like a special connection with these uh, people that you play with now? I think so for yeah. sure. It's been, I mean, it's different from, you know, cause they all have such varied backgrounds. I mean, we have one guy who's in there who's like, he assists like a, like a neurosurgeon and, mm -hmm. you know, he just like, he comes after working like a 10 hour day. Like it was so important to him to come in and hang out with us. And then other people, it's just, it's just been neat to see that blend and to just always have like the one thing that ties us together is, you know, our love of tabletop role playing. Tabletop role playing. Yeah. The storytelling, um, just the ded dedication, uh, like in my private weekly games, uh, some of the guys that I play with currently, they, um, They'll commute like an hour out of the way to come to this game. Oh. And I just it's just I mean, that's incredible. I mean, I'm lucky. I only travel maybe like 15 minutes. <laughs> um, but like some of these guys travel so far to find a good game. And I feel like that's really indicate indicative of how much the game is loved and also how cool it is to also meet people in person to play. Um which is also partially why I'm just so excited that this app or this is going to exist because it like gives people a way to meet in person. Um, so I'm, I'm a huge fan. <laughs> yeah. And you know, that was something I, I wrote about the meeting in person thing. I mean, it's so counterintuitive to other trends that we're seeing across other industries, you know, yeah. it's becoming a lot more virtual, you know, and not to say there are tons of virtual D and D games sure. or what have you that goes on, but there's, you know, it was, it's interesting to see the rise in tabletop over recent years. Yeah. You know, it's a way of bringing people together like in person, which, you know, it's just, it's, it's nice to have that as a common thread, you know? Yeah, totally. Um, I, I definitely agree, especially because like things like this app are made because people are looking to meet and play in person, you know, like there's things like roll 20 where you can meet and play with people online. Um, and it's but it's just it's unique in that way in terms of like how to meet people, because when you go on other apps, uh, if you're trying to date or something, I would say maybe 
95% of the time you don't meet with the person that you're actually talking with. Like it's so rare, but this app is built to get people to be together, um, which is also really awesome. It's super fun. I've had, um, I've had a couple people reach out who were just like, Hey, like I, I moved to a new area and through crawler, I was able to meet my group together. Like that's been really just heartwarming to see like those stories come through. Um, I don't know. Like that to me is like, it's worth every penny I've invested in it. It's worth all the hours up. Like just for one person to be like, yeah, like it really helped me out and it was great. So (laughs) yeah, I'm excited to see it grow. Yeah. Um, and if, uh, our listeners would like to grow with Brawler, where should they go and try to find the app slash the online version uh, for now? Yeah, so this is the preface there. We're not currently in any of the app stores. Um, app development is on our radar, looking to get like a, um, a Kickstarter going later this year. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the interim, you can go to crawler, that's C-R-A-W-L-R dot A-P-P. Um, so crawler.app, you can go there and check us out. Um, if you're interested in doing like any support, we re- recently launched a Patreon. Um, and we've also got a PayPal account for anybody if they just want to shoot us like five bucks or whatever. Um, by no means necessary. You know, we don't advertise currently on the site. Everything, you know, I've been hosting out of pocket for it. So it just kind of helps us keep up with some different things. Um, but yeah, you can go there, create a profile, check us out. And we've got some other cool things in the works that'll be coming to the site soon. Very exciting. Well, thank you so much again. Um, I'm going to read a couple of promos because we are a radio station. Um, but then how about we get into a little bit of play? Awesome. Okay. So we're going to start with the usual. Radio Free Brooklyn is uh, still in the middle of their Drive to Five fundraising campaign. Uh, In May, Radio Free Brooklyn turns five years old, and we need to raise $25,000 so we can continue bringing you commercial-free independent radio for another five years. Um, Because we think raising money should be fun, Each month, we'll be bringing listeners fun challenges. Uh, This month's challenge is is a quiz to find out just how well you know Bushwick. Uh, The top five scorers will win a limited edition five-year anniversary t-shirt. And if you enter Gameplay Radio as your favorite show when taking the quiz, I'll get a prize as well. Um, You can take the quiz, uh, make a donation, or just find out more at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash Drive25. That's D R I V E. T-O-F-I-V-E. So no numbers there, just the spelled out versions. Um, You can also call 718-673-8201 to leave us a message letting us know why you love Radio Free Brooklyn or to wish us a happy birthday. Uh, And your message may be played on air, so make sure to check that out as well. Um, Also, if you want to hear what else is going on with Drive to Five besides these... uh, Uh, repetitive um, announcements, which are, of course, very important. Um, You should subscribe to our monthly newsletter uh, because we also announce uh, latest news and new programming and upcoming events. Uh, So you should sign up for that at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash newsletter. Um, And also don't forget that what you're listening to right now is Gameplay Radio at Radio Free Brooklyn. Um, And we are about to dive into a bit of a game here. Right, Jackie? Absolutely. I'm looking forward to it. It's been a while since I was a player character. Yeah. So we're playing Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition, of course. Um, And, you know, why don't... So before we go into the story, how about you introduce the character that you're going to be playing today? Yeah, absolutely. 
Um, so I'm going to be playing a human warlock. Um, we're agreed we're level seven at this point, so she's got a couple of different spells under her belt. Um, so I named her, uh, it's kind of cheesy, but I named her Lilith Moon. Um, that is her assumed identity. Uh, her background is basically like her parents left her at birth, and she kind of just had to fend for herself, get a bit scrappy, um, gave her the charlatan background. She's very charismatic. Um, she's also a bit short, so she's able to, you know, easily sneak in, grab things. So kind of mixing that with, you know, more of her scrappy tendencies was good. I almost made her a rogue, um, but then decided to go more of the warlock route just because I'm a magic user mostly myself. Sure. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, so her her patron, she basically how she ended up as a warlock was she stole she stole this like choker necklace, um, and then found out that it was you know possessed by. Um, I, where is it? I need to scroll down. Um, oh, her patron is Lady Fierda, um, who I looked up. She is, she was one of the wives of Belial. Um, mm -hmm. So got the fiend one background going on as far as her patron. Um, yeah. And then visually, if anybody played the Legend of Dragoon series growing up, I was obsessed with the character Rose. And so if, if you Google her or see it, that is like kind of visually what I made her look like. So um, fair skin, um, black hair, and then kind of grayish eyes. So very cool. Yeah, in a nutshell. In a nutshell, that is Lilith. And Lilith, for a bit of context to the story that we're going to be playing today, I have you are um, currently living in the Oceanside city of Lusaba. It's a city of prosperity and love and fish. Uh, but you also know things. For example, you know that Lusaba has a secret service group whose orders come from the very top. Uh, the crown elect Madame Balamore, who has been ruling over Lusaba for five years now. Uh, for the last year, you've been keeping track of Lusaba's dealings with the unfortunate intrusions, or fortunate, depending on your opinion, uh, and infrastructural interference of a city across the narrow strait of the sea, and that city is called Hegate, H-E-G-A-T-E. Um, First, it was just taking over fishing vessels or poaching sea captains. Uh, but then the Hegate agents grew bold, sneaking into Lusaba and crumbling bridges and walls, kidnapping or assassinating, assassinating government officials, and generally spreading misinformation. Uh, Madame Balamore, you're sure, is furious. You would be. Um, lucky for you both, uh, or maybe just lucky for you, uh, one of Balamore's operatives got drunk and informed you that there is an, an informal event happening tonight in Hegate's, uh, and one of Hegate's crucial players will be in attendance. Uh, mm -hmm. An operative of the crown elect, uh, Madame Balamore, has, sent, uh, has been sent to infiltrate this event, find this individual, and take uh, the little book that they always have on their person, uh, this book has a lot of important information about Hegate's plans and trackings of their different agents. Uh, if the if Madame Balamore gets this information, it will give her a leg up on knowing all of Hegate's plans for Lusaba. But if you get that information before they do, you could very well sell it to the highest bidder and get a leg up for yourself. So... Yeah, how you feeling? 
I like it. Yeah, and I forgot to mention, I'm glad you brought it up. Yeah, Lilith yeah. is very self-serving. So technically I put her in as like the neutral evil. Yeah. Um, not like maniacal cackling evil, but very <laughs> much like if she were to find it, she would not care if, you know, Balamore, Haggett, whichever one, like as long as she makes the most money, then that's all she cares about. Cool. Uh, well, we'll see how it goes. You have secured a ticket for yourself by uh, perhaps, um, you know, stealing it and incapacitating one of the other guests. And uh, you, so you at the very least have a way in. Uh, what you do after that is up to you. But um, you're not really sure what it is. You know that it is inside of this opulent ballroom um, and it has like in this big cavernous, you see people entering the space that seem a little awkward and uncomfortable. But as you approach it, uh, you see that the sign says, that this is uh, Higate's yearly singles dating events. Um, so you enter, and I'm playing some music. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, so you enter the singles dating events, and it's an outrageously opulent ballroom, like way too fancy for what these people are supposed to be doing. Uh, in fact, most of the individuals in the room look uncomfortable. Uh, there are cloth names that are pinned to everyone's tops. There's a long buffet of various snack foods along one of the walls and a very crowded minibar. Um, and also there is this kind of small band playing in the corner in front of a dance floor that no one is on. Um, and this is the room that you enter. Your target is a male elf named Voron Stasik. Um, you do know that because Voron is an elf, he's less easily charmed with magic. So charming him directly might be difficult. Um, you also notice as you enter, you recognize, uh, the operative of Lusaba. Uh, it looks to be a human woman with, uh, who is in this amazing gown, um, with long flowing black hair and like this kind of, um, darker, like a kind of smooth brown skin. She looks amazing. And she also has a name pinned to her very uncovered chest. So she's got to go down, obviously. Well, she's there. So you, en <laughs> you enter the space. You have uh, the name of the person who um, you stole the ticket from pinned to your shirt. What is that name? Um, Ingrid. Ingrid. You have Ingrid pinned to your shirt, and you are now in a room of very uncomfortable singles. What do you do? Let's see. I think, you know, if I need to get people to talk, the bar sounds pretty likely. So um, we'll say that Lilith slash Ingrid approaches the bar um, under disguise of getting a drink, but just kind of wants to see what other people, what I can hear from the other conversations happening. Okay. Um... So you go to the bar and, um, you know, everyone, there are a lot of people there who like this event has like, you know, hasn't been in swing for too long. Uh, and you see a lot of people there being like, give me the big, like, give me the strongest shit you've got. Like <laughs> a lot of people leaning in there. Um, there are, you know, two people like standing off to the side, um, two men, um, one who, uh, is talking, well, actually, both of them seem pretty awkward. They're both kind of standing there, like, gripping their drinks. 
Um, and one is both of like human men, and uh, one of them is like, so uh, this is pretty fancy. <laughs> and the other guy is like, yep. Thrilling conversation between the two of them. A thrilling conversation. <laughs> Let's see. Um, I will approach. Can I approach both of them? Yeah, yeah. You go on up. Perfect. Let's see. I've got pretty high persuasion. Um, hmm, I can deceive them. Let's see. I'm gonna try to persuade because you know if they're awkward maybe they're not like the most physically attractive guys um no, so they're very I'm average kind of, looking are very average yes. okay so i'm thinking about that other lusaba woman like i can't let her get the information first right otherwise then i can't sell it so i've kind of right. gotta make sure somehow she's out of the picture so i'm thinking maybe if i can convince one of them to just kind of like annoy her all night like she won't really be able to you know oh, go after what she's doing interesting okay so what so do you, what do you try, say? So I'm gonna try to like basically like hype them up. So okay, um, I'm so I go over to them and I'm just I'm like, oh my gosh, you guys like that is such a really nice. I don't know what they're wearing, but um, you know, really nice outfit you guys have going on. Like how 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 is it possible that you guys are here at this single dating event? Um, I don't know if you need me to roll for anything. Um, you know, you can roll you can roll a charisma check. Let's see. see how effective you are at flattering them. Ooh. All right, so I got an 18 and I've got a plus four on my modifier. So wow. 22. I hope they're feeling pretty hyped up. Oh my God. So one of them uh, clears his throat and takes a sip of his drink. Uh, the other one um, looks at what he's wearing and he says, uh, well, thanks. I, uh, I, just, I just really wanted to uh, meet. I just wanted to meet people. I really like meeting people at these events. You know, like you can make a lot of cool like friends and stuff that way. All right, so I um, Lil kind of looks at me. She's like, "Well, she's like, you know, the best people to meet, you know, are just kind of the ones that, you know, that, you, that you would want to wake up the next morning and be so happy that you met them." And and she turns over and she motions to, um, the beautiful Lusaba, um, the human woman in her yes. in her gorgeous gown, and she's just like, you know, like no one's really come up and talked to her. You know, I think people are a little intimidated by her. You know, maybe, maybe you should go and, and chat yeah, with her. She's, kind of, uh, she's, going on. she's really, she's a, she's very pretty. I know, but like I told you, you look fantastic in this outfit. Like I just, I really think you can make it work. You don't know unless you, you put yourself so? out there, right? Yeah. But I mean, do you think that she likes, uh, like watching the workspace? That's a really right. popular play that I really like. And I just, I don't, I don't know. Like, do you think it'll work out? You know, I heard it on good faith from somebody that she, that is her most favorite play of all time. I think you should just go talk to her about it. <laughs> um, uh, roll a persuasion check. All right. Uh, oh, shoot. I got a 19 with a plus four. So oh, 23. <laughs> all right. He goes, you know what? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll, um, I'll, I'll give it a try. And he takes, you know, a big swing of his drink. And he uh, clears his throat a little bit and he goes on over to uh, talk to this woman who, um, you know, she's kind of looking around. She doesn't really appear pleased that he's in her space, but she is uh, currently, you know, entertaining him for the time being. Uh, the other guy who was there and kind of just took a sip of his drink, he's like, so uh, what's your name? Even though it's right there. <laughs> 
uh, and she just kind of, you know, cause she doesn't really have a use for this guy, yeah. and she's just like, wouldn't you like to know, and just kind of walks off from him. Oh, damn. <laughs> Pretty short, you know? <laughs> yeah. She, she only needs people when she needs them, so. Okay. Great. <laughs> All right, let's see. Um, do I remember where, I'm looking back over my notes, uh, Voron, it, did it, was it mentioned kind of where he was hanging out at? Uh, you have not seen him yet, so okay. um, why don't you make hmm an investigation check if you're looking for him? Okay. Ooh, not very good. Uh, a nine total. Okay, so uh, people are still like you don't see him in particular. You see a number of different like clusters of people. It seems that no one is really willing to pair off just yet, but they are, you know, like kind of clustering into, you know, groups. Um, and there are he might be in a few of those. You don't see him on his own. Got um, let's see. You know, I've got I'm looking over my my different things I can do. One of the things that I can do as part of my invocations is I can cast disguise self. Okay. Because I feel like if I if I'm like walking around like looking for somebody, I might kind of seem obvious. Yeah, that's um, true. So I'm thinking I'm thinking of disguising my because like it's at a party. So are there people like walking around like serving drinks or like snacks or anything, or is it just like just party goers? Well, I mean, so there's there's like the buffet on the side, and then there's like the mini bar. So it's kind of like a serve yourself situation. Oh, okay, let's see. Um, hmm. You know, I'm I, I'm thinking I might disguise myself as like a city guard who's like looking for Boron, so that I might be able to get some people to tell me where he is. Interesting. Okay. Because um, then I could then like undisguise myself and slip back into the crowd, you know, and then they're sure. just like, oh, I don't know where he went. But just trying to think of a straightforward way that I could try to find him. Okay. Interesting. Okay. So you uh, you change into that. You can do that, and then you're going to what ask. Where where this where Voron is? Yeah, so I'll just walk up. You know, you said there's different groups of people, yeah. so I'll just kind of because I can I can change like my clothing, and my armor to match it. So I just kind of walk up to them and I'm like, "Have you guys seen Voron around here?" Voron, uh, and he kind of looks down at like this note. Stasik, <laughs> uh, he, you know, I, it's I need to find him, and if you don't tell me your information, then I will arrest you for impeding this investigation. And they're kind of like, Ugh. yeah, uh, roll. I I don't know a perform a deception check with advantage. Okay, deception. All right. Yeah. Oh, I got a nat twenty with a plus seven. So wow. Okay. Yeah, so, my deception's pretty high. I'm not strong though. That's no, my weakness. <laughs> well, you know that's that's perfect for this party. Um, so you you approach this group. And you don't, like, you're mostly focusing on getting information. You weren't, like, focusing on who were in the group. But you go, and you see that it's this gaggle of very, you know, kind of anxious-looking women who have kind of gathered into a corner to kind of discuss how uncomfortable they are. And, um, yeah, they are terrified of you and your threat of arrest. And um, one of them kind of says, um, I think, I think he was over... By by the, the by the musician, there were he was checking it out over over that way, and she points to like another. There seems to be like a group over there, and uh, you do see um, Voron. He is actually he is a male elf, but he is fairly attractive compared to the rest of the crowd. He has this kind of aura about him of importance. Um, he doesn't look very pleased to be there, but he is making conversation with. Um, the couple of men and women who have uh, gathered around him in 
awe and interest. Got it. Okay. Let's see. I was looking up to see on the thing if I have to like stay in this disguise, but I think I can un like you know send it away. Um, if it's cool, yeah. can I like I don't know if there's like a bathroom area, but just kind of like you know basically like, sneak around a corner. So I can undisguise myself without anybody, you know, freaking out me like what's going on and just go back to being regular Lilith slash Ingrid. Okay, make a stealth check for that. All right. Ooh, bad. Uh, six <laughs> total. <laughs> six? Okay, six. Um, you kind of step behind, like you kind of go to like pass by a crowd of people that are like passing by, but they move away like, as you're changing, so like they're kind of astonished at your change and kind of go, "Oh my goodness!" and they kind of like scatter a little bit. I'm trying to think if I should like try to lie to them or pers- I don't know if there was like something else going on. Maybe I could try to convince them that I'm like a jester or something, so that like it's totally normal what you just saw. So <laughs> I will say I think that they are like they were just a little weirded out by that, so they're just okay. edging away from you, but. Because they didn't, like, see you ask for someone in particular. But they did see that. Sweet. I will say that the uh, the woman, the, uh, the uh, Lusaba operative, um, did notice this. And um, even though she's still being sort of talked up by this awkward, you know, human man, she is looking and she's looking at you real suspicious-like. She okay. is She is on to you. She knows my trick. She's on, yeah. All right. Um, well, that's my little awkward faux pas aside. Um, I think it makes sense to head over towards the band area. I don't want to go and talk to Boron just yet, but um, I'd like to walk somewhere that I can kind of be within earshot. Uh, maybe, I don't know if there's any food or anything over there, a little table, like just, you know, just kind of hanging out there trying to listen. Sure. Okay. Uh, you're trying to listen in on Voron's conversations? Yeah, I'm just curious what he's talking about, especially maybe I can find something, a way to, I don't know, it either interest him in me or something that I can, you know, a weakness I can go after. Okay. Um, you know, he so you go over and kind of hover by the table. You're kind of picking up like a couple of, you know, kind of stick shapes, um, vegetables that uh, seem to have some sort of like, you know, orange, like white ranchy dipping sauce in front of them. Um, so you're kind of like playing around with those a little bit and you do, um, catch, you know, some of his conversation, you know, he's kind of being like, well, yes, I would imagine that, um, uh, exercising would make you in fact feel better. I'm so glad that you're doing that. And, uh, like the woman who's, uh, talking to him and she's like, is, uh, is like this, uh, young dwarven female and she's like. I know, right? Look how strong I am. And she, like, is showing off a muscle. And he's like, yes, very, um, yes, very impressive. <laughs> like, so they're kind of having that conversation. But while you're, while you're, uh, listening into that, um, hold on one second. Okay. So, um, the, <laughs> you notice that the, uh, the Lusaba operative, has not so subtly <laughs> um, pushed aside the man that she was talking to and uh, has approached you. Um, and she kind of 
goes, leans by you and she says, well, hello there. Funny seeing you in a place like this. Let's see. Um, and I, I look at her, I'm just like, I, I don't believe we've had the pleasure of meeting. Um, I'm I'm Ingrid. Uh, may I? And I'm like squinting at her name. I'm like, how do I pronounce your name? Uh, it said, uh, she, she looks at the name tag and she goes, oh, it says Hindala, darling. Oh, well, Hindala, it is very lovely to make your acquaintance. Um, so what are you, what is someone like you doing in a space like this? I would think someone so well endowed wouldn't need to be at a singles <laughs> event. Um, she says, oh, you, well, you know, I sometimes find that I enjoy the company of, um, I enjoy the company of people who are, uh, in awe, you know, I feel like there has to be a little bit of, um, fear in respect in a relationship. Don't you agree? Incredibly healthy. Thank you. Uh, you know, I've, and you, you, you would definitely understand sure. with the way you startled those people earlier with your, um, your changed appearance. What was that? That was amazing. Oh uh, well, it's just you know, there's this may be a singles event. Um, I'm I'm looking for someone special. There, there was someone who who kind of hurt my brother, quite honestly, and you know, I'm just trying to to find them, and you know, they they would recognize me if I were there. So. Sometimes it's just something that I do and I need to look around. <laughs> Roll a deception check. <laughs> Thankfully, my deception's high, so my bad yeah. lie might help me out. Uh, all right, so I got a 20 total. A 20? Yeah, 20 total, not nat 20, but... Yeah, gotcha. Um, well, <laughs> she rolled a 16 on her insight, so... um, <laughs> She goes, um... Well, that's certainly an interesting trick, I suppose. Do you live in Higate? I don't think I've ever seen you in the neighborhood before. It must be really hard to see other people if everyone's looking at you. She um, smiles a little bit and she says, yes, well, that is definitely the case. <laughs> My character's um, a bit rude, sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. That's 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 totally the thing. Um, so she she says, well, if you would, um, it does seem like you are quite busy over here by the um, making yourself acquainted with the uh, snacks. So um, I'm just going to uh, go perhaps meet other people who might find my company more enjoyable. Please excuse me. And she. Uh, saunters off in the direction of Voron's group. I'm wondering, like, as she's leaving, I carry, like, I have a dagger on me. I'm wondering if there's, like, I kind of want to sabotage her dress somehow, like, make Uh it so that she has to, like, run to the bathroom or something. Okay, Um, sure. I'm wondering if there's any way, and Hmm. it's going to be hard here, I don't know if I'll pull it off, but, like, I don't know if it's, because those old-timey dresses are usually, like, up the back. If there's any way I could just, like, I don't know, just kind of undo that a little bit with my dagger. I don't know how I would get away with this, but that is my first intention because she kind of made my character a little upset. Okay, this this is a lot of checks right now. Uh, <laughs> we can also skip it completely. No, 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 no. I want to see this through. I'm just thinking about how to do it. Um, I want to say... Are you trying to do it subtly or are you just doing it? I would like to do it subtly... 
ideally. Okay, you know, something so... where it's kind of like a, oh, I can't believe that happened to you. How terrifying. Okay, roll a <laughs> stealth check first. Okay. Uh, be with me, dice. Oh no. What'd you roll? Five. Oh no. <laughs> I'm gonna get kicked out. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's a rough one right there. Um, okay, so she definitely knows that you are um, attacking her dress. Um, now I want you to. Uh, she turns around as you pull out the dagger, essentially, and she sees you with eyes wide, and she looks for like she's like tensing. Um, if you want to keep going, you can make an attack roll. No, I want to like. Can I try to deceive her that as if it was, I don't know, something else? I'm trying to think of what I would deceive her for what I was doing. Um, um, <laughs> that's five. Of course, I had to get a freaking five. Um, yeah, that's a that's a rough one right there. Um, and in fact, it was so low that even, um, even the commoners around <laughs> have also seen you pull out this dagger. <laughs> Oh man, okay. Um I, like can I do like a, a trick of some sort, like a party trick with my dagger? Maybe that's the reason I pulled it out. Um I mean if you want to make a performance check. Um or a performance or a deception check. Bad. Huh? I'd say performance Deception's or deception. A lot better for me. Yeah. All Your right, choice. I'm gonna roll deception. <laughs> Okay, that's much better. Uh, 20 total there. Holy shit. Um, okay, so essentially what happens is you uh, go in to like, kind of slit the dress. So you like have it and you kind of, you're, you're doing like an upward motion with the, with the dagger, kind of just trying to like nick the back of the dress enough to like get it open. And as you're like, you've got it out and you're like raising it up, she kind of turns around like she suspects something of you. And it's like, looking at you with like suspense and you kind of like lift it up and you kind of twist it and toss it in the air and you go hey and <laughs> um, I'm officially the weirdest person at the party I yeah you have a number of weird slow claps for some of the other groups <laughs> like that one drunk guy who was like hitting up this op- uh, Hindala earlier is like woo like just clapping a little bit no one else is joining him um <laughs> But yeah, the 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 woman uh, narrows her eyes at you and smiles, and she says, uh, "My darling, I don't think you're going to attract someone with um, a weapon in your hands. Um, you might oh want to choose gosh. a different approach." Yeah. Um, and she she walks back over. She keeps going over to uh, Baron's. Boron. I know my character's names. Boron's uh, group. <laughs> oh, good. All right. I feel like I need to. I need to back off here. Went in too hot. Um, let's see. Um, well, we do only have uh, 13 minutes left, so. Oh gosh, I gotta. I gotta get that thing. Fortune favors the um, bull. I don't know if it's too much to. Well, I'm trying to figure out if there's someone... Is there anyone there? Or, or can I look around and see if there's anyone there who knows Voron? Who might know, like, some personal information about him? 
Um, personal information about Voron? Um, you can make an insight check. Sure. Trying to see, like, who is being extra familiar with, um, him. I actually did get a nat 20 on that one. Would have been nice earlier, but... Okay. All my rolls are good, except that one with I know, the one where you're trying to do something sneaky. (laughs) Um, okay, so you... So you do see, um, so it's not necessarily that the other uh, guests are necessarily like, it doesn't seem like he knows any of the other like people who are here to mingle. Um, but it does seem like um, he is sharing eyes with uh, like some sort of um, basically like, like organizer it seems like some like event coordinator for this event is uh every once in a while making rounds to the groups and the occasional couples that have been breaking off into awkward chats um some enthusiastic some not and um every once in a while uh this um man with like this like amazingly done up purple uh like tunic with like a little bow tie come like passes by and Boron gives him like this kind of irritated glare, which um, the uh, the event coordinator like pleasantly waves off with like a little shaking motion, like go on, go go mingle, like kind of a thing. It seems like they have some sort of um, prior camaraderie of some kind. Oh, we can't hear you. Sorry, there we I go. Muted. Did you mute yourself? Um, okay, am, I, am I able to approach this person? Uh, yeah, yeah. You can catch her on. You can catch him on one of his rounds. Um, awesome. As you do, he goes, "Oh, uh, my, my, my darling in- Ingrid, how is how is it going?" It's going well. It's going well. Um, you know, I, I'm a little nervous. I know that tonight I probably don't look as fancy as the other guests. And, and I was just curious if you saw there's that elf kind of hanging out over near over near the band. And, um, you know, I, I don't know. I just, do you know any, any topics he's maybe interested or what his pastimes are? You know, I'd love to be able to talk to him with something that would interest him. Oh, well, um, I, I will say he uh, he is quite the catch, is he not? Oh, Absolutely. Well, uh, let me just give you... Well, so, hmm. Make... I should have made you roll for this, but, um... Make a persuasion check. Alright. Um, I got a 16 total. Okay, so he kind of looks you over a little bit, smiles, and he says, Alright, I'll give you, um... I'll give you the perfect, uh, tip. Um, his favorite drink is, um, tomato juice and vodka. He's a Bloody Mary type of guy. Yes, he, um, apparently is a little bit of a a violent fellow. But, you know, don't let that bother you at all. And he kind of, like, he kind of, like, glides away to go, uh, try to encourage other people to talk to each other. All right. I love ignoring red flags. Um, <laughs> all right. So 
I think with that, I would want to head over to the bar okay. to see if I can order one of those. You do, you get um, one. Perfect. Um, has, oh man, I've forgotten her name, the Lusaba agent, has she, like, approached him yet? Um, yeah, they're, they are talking at the moment. All right. Um, so one of my things that, oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. So I've got the drink in hand. I'm looking over there. Are they, would you say like in conversation? Is that what you said? Uh, yeah, they're in conversation at the moment. Um, awesome. You do see, so, it looks, it looks like Hindala like is trying to like, she kind of like goes in to like put her hand on his arm and he like kind of backs away. Um, okay, so he's not super charmed yet. Not yet. Okay, so I'm so my character is still feeling a bit, you know, foolish and embarrassed, even though of course it was all of my own doing, but a little, <laughs> you know, unsavory towards her. Okay. So one of the one of the things that I can that I can do one of my cantrips, um, and I'm gonna mispronounce this. It's the um, go for prestidigitation. Prestidigitation. Get that up. Yeah. Yeah. Prestidigitation. It allows me to create an odd odor um, that's instantaneous. It's harmless. I would love to like just make her reek of bo. So oh she has to like walk away to the bathroom. Um, let's see. Uh, Amazing. I have to be within ten feet though, so I will. I will come close within the crowd. I feel like ten feet still a pretty decent ways away that she might okay. not notice me. Um, um, but make a sleight of hand check. Okay. Since you're within ten feet. Okay. I've got a uh, total of 10. Um, you know what? So you kind of pass by and so you kind of lean in, you're kind of like turn and like kind of mutter whisper to yourself. And there are a couple people who are like, oh, what's happening there? Um, <laughs> but, and uh, in fact, Boron does notice this, but uh, you do succeed in passing off the smell and Hindala does not notice. Um, so all of a sudden there's this awful smell and... Um, <laughs> Varon kind of sees like that she like sm- like is like reacting. She's like, "Oh my god! Oh, I smell horrible!" And um, <laughs> Varon uh, smiles a little bit at you, and he says, "Well, now I think, um, yes, I think you do." <laughs> and Kindala uh, is just like kind of stunned. And Varan says, yes, uh, well, I dare say you should try to take care of that. And he, like, steps. He kind of glides away in your direction. Um, awesome. And he goes, he walks over to you. And he says, well, now, thank you for uh, saving me from that terrible crowd. Um, all right. And I, you know, I just say, oh, absolutely. You know, I, I talked to her a little bit earlier this evening. And I just, I just don't really think she's very trustworthy. And. You just look like the type of guy who doesn't want to waste his time, you know? <laughs> Make a charisma check. All right. Uh, 15 total. 15? Okay. 15. Uh, he, he nods a little bit. He says, um, well, uh, aren't you a competitive one? How do you know? How do I know I can't trust you? Um... I think I'll be coy with him, and I'll be like, well, doesn't it go both ways? I don't know if I can trust you either. Mm, I suppose not. What shall we do to prove ourselves? So I'm going to, because I really, like, if I'm going to get this book, I kind of got to get him alone. Mm-hmm. Um, so as a warlock, I've got two spells 
two spell slots that I can cast. Okay. Um, I'm not sure. It does require a verbal component, but I, I think that's part of me suggesting. I want to cast suggestion. Okay. Um, which basically just allows me to suggest a course of activity that's limited to a sentence or two. Um, to magically influence the creature within range, and we're clearly within range. Um, yeah. If he can't be charmed, though, he's immune. So I don't know. As an elf, he might be immune to being charmed. Uh, it's just that he has advantage on checks. Okay. Um, so if I can, uh, it says the target must make a wisdom saving throw. Okay. And on a failed save, my my suggestion to him is that I would love to, you know, it's a bit crowded in here. It's a little bit warm. Why don't we go outside for a walk and enjoy the night air? So, unfortunately, he rolled a base 19. I don't know what your um what your what your d- check is. I'm so sorry. Uh you also oh, have uh approximately seven, 3 minutes to figure out what to do. Oh man. I know. Um, um so you cast I this feel like I just got to be bold. You kind of just try to cast this. Yeah, and he's like he kind of his eyes widen at you and he kind of um he says, "What do you think you're doing?" And he kind of um, reaches his hand out as if to uh, try to cast something on you. Do you react? Okay, so um, can I try to dodge from him real quick? Uh, sure. You're just trying to back away? Yeah, because um, I'll tell you my... I feel like I just got to go all in at this point. Yeah. My what I would like to do, I can my my last my last trick uh-huh. um, is I can make myself invisible. So I kind of think if I make myself invisible and just try to like grab whatever's in his pockets and like hightail it out of there. Okay, I've um, got like ninety seconds to save the world here. <laughs> well, to save your money, and that in this case, exactly. Okay, at least I made that other girl stink. So you know. Um. All right. I'm gonna let's let's roll an initiative thing for just these two characters to see who casts first. Okay. <laughs> I did not roll well. Um, this is a dumb question. Are you rolling yes. a 20 or like a... A, a 20. Okay. Yeah, a d20. I've, I've seen it several different ways. Interesting. Um, Just an 11. Uh, Well, he rolled a 10, so you still get to go first. So Sweet. you get to cast invisibility, and um, I would say you're not even trying to... Um, you're not even trying to hide that you're trying to steal from his pockets. No. So I don't know. I don't know what check I would call that. I guess I would say, like, I would say um, a sleight of hand check because you're not exactly sure where it is. You're kind of feeling him up a little bit. So it's like, make yeah. a dex check, I guess I should say. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Thank God. I got a 19 plus 5, so it's 24. Okay, so... You turn invisible and you start feeling this man up in the middle of this singles event. And he's like, what? My word, what? And um, you do, you reach in, you grab the, uh, you have the notebook in your hands. And uh, I'm going to say, because we only have a minute, that you run away to uh, fight another day. <laughs> so you did it. Yay. Congratulations. You successfully... Uh, at least you I did. got the good role when it mattered the most. Exactly. So there's that. I know. <laughs> well, thank you again so much for being here on Gameplay Radio, Jackie. I have had a ton of fun doing this. Sweet. I appreciate it so much. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Um, and I hope that everyone gets to check out Crawler uh, at Crawler, C-R-A-W-L-R dot app. Right? Did I say that right? Um, uh, C-R-A-W-L-R. C-R-A-W-L-R. Yep, that makes sense. Dot yep. app. So please check them out. And um, 
You guys have a great afternoon. I know we will as well. And uh, have a good one. Goodbye.